It's been about three months since federal banking regulators completed their pilot cybersecurity assessment program over the summer, a program that involved the review of cyber threat preparedness at some 500 community U.S. banks. Now the FFIC has come out to say banks can expect the issuance of updated and perhaps new guidance that specifically addresses cybersecurity gaps discovered during those assessments and has encouraged all U.S. institutions to take action now to ensure they are staying ahead of emerging cyber attacks by getting involved in industry information sharing forums and routinely discussing risks during their internal board meetings and staff meetings. Amy McHugh, an attorney and former FDIC IT examination analyst who now works as a banking consultant for Clifton Larson Allen, says most U.S. banks have been bracing for new guidance related to cyber risks. Those that haven't, however, will have to get up to speed quickly, as the FFIC is likely to address cyber risk gaps sooner rather than later. Here, Amy explains what she sees as being the key takeaways from the FFIC's recommendations and what she thinks we might see next. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. So, Amy, the FFIC was rather thorough in its summary of general observations that it collected during the pilot exams conducted this summer. The FFIC notes everything from the need to monitor networks and test disaster recovery plans to the need to enhance internal and external information sharing. What points stood out to you? I think the main points that stood out to me, first of all, was this increased emphasis on cybersecurity, preparedness, and information sharing. I think what the FFIC agencies are going to be looking for now is an enhanced procedures within financial institutions to actually join into some particular industry group and then to share threat information with other participants in that group so that everyone is kind of brought up to speed and are able to monitor threats effectively. This FFIEC guidance did call out the FSISAC as an organization, a nonprofit industry organization that the FFIEC recommends financial institutions join. And I definitely agree with that. I have been recommending to financial institutions that I've gone to within the last year to think about joining this organization so that they can participate not only in information sharing, but there are also annual incident response tests that they can also participate in that will help them to kind of fully more flesh out their incident response plans. And it's also for banks, I think it's for banks under a billion dollars, it's pretty cost effective. I think it's only $250 a year. So I think it's something that banks, credit unions, et cetera, particularly community institutions should look into. Amy, what do you think is missing from the FFIEC's observations? Well, I think, and again, it is only a few months out, I think, you know, more detailed, more targeted recommendations and actual formal guidance for institutions on how to address this enhanced cybersecurity requirements. Again, in the FFIEC statement, it did state that this document should not be construed as guidance. And then it directs institutions to things like the IT handbooks, and et cetera. So I think that in the future, possibly next year, I would think that the FFIEC agencies will take what is existing, the existing guidance that is out there, and kind of modify it, update it, bring it more up to speed in order to address the enhanced cybersecurity threats and the results from these past year's assessments. So during this pilot program that was conducted over the summer, what areas do you think raised the most red flags for examiners? The areas I think that raised the most red flags would be board and C-level participation in and awareness of overall cybersecurity threats to their institutions. And also, again, the threat information sharing and participation in industry groups. I think those are the two main areas that financial institutions should focus on going forward 
in improving their information security and cybersecurity programs. I do know from my experience, I've been to a number of financial institutions, again, primarily smaller than a billion dollars in asset size, and I'm frequently met with the response that the board is not interested in or the board doesn't understand uh, information security, IT, cybersecurity awareness recommendations. And, you know, my response now to that is, well, they're going to have to learn it. They're going to have to get comfortable with it. I do believe that there should be some kind of an internal resource or a resource from an external party that can maybe help the board educate the board, come in and kind of bring them up to speed because I believe this is going to be an area of emphasis going forward. And the expectation will be that, well, the board is not required to understand, for example, how to read the results of a firewall report, that they still should have an awareness of what a firewall report says and how it affects kind of the information security procedures that they do within their bank in order to protect their assets. So I do believe that this will be an ongoing increase in responsibilities for the board. Uh, I'm not quite sure exactly in what form an examination will use to gauge how involved and educated the board is. We'll probably start out by looking at the quality and frequency of cybersecurity information security reports going to the board, uh, maybe participation on the board of someone from within the bank, an information security officer, or an external, maybe a third party coming in to, to sit in on board meetings maybe monthly just to at least have some kind of discussion about current threats and perform some information security training. Amy, you and I spoke over the summer shortly after this pilot program was announced by the FFIEC. What have you heard from the clients that have undergone these exams that work with your organizations and have some of the things that you've heard from your clients or the company's clients, do they jibe with what we think we might expect to see from the FFIEC in the future? Yes, I think so. I, I was able to review the cybersecurity request list for those institutions that were clients that did go through this examination process this summer. I took a look at the request list that they had and it was very similar to a typical IT examination request list, although it did specifically target, for example, external dependency management, meaning who has access into your internal network, all the um, areas that another party or entity can enter your internal network. And then also, again, threat intelligence and collaboration, meaning kind of what are you doing as a financial institution to maintain your own awareness of threat situations in the industry. And this was a pilot program. This assessment results did not in any way affect the institution's IT rating at all. I think the clients thought that it was a good kind of a run-through to help them gain awareness as to what the agencies may be looking for in the future and also prepare them for um, maybe refining their information security programs to more match what these elements of this pilot assessment program were. I do know that a number of banks have joined, that I've talked to, have joined the FSISAC, and they really like it. They think it's a very valuable resource. A lot of them didn't even realize it was there, that it existed. So I think this is a great awareness tool, this new cybersecurity awareness, these results and these reports for financial institutions to actually get an idea of what is out there to help them. 
That's a good point you make, Amy, because I think we oftentimes in this industry make assumptions that um, community banks know about groups like the FSISAC or some of these emerging cybersecurity risks, but information sharing is a challenge. Do you think that information sharing or the lack thereof is what spurred the FFIEC to initiate this pilot program in the first place? I think it's a large part of it because I, at least what I have experienced in the banks that I have visited they're kind of insular in the sense that they don't really share a lot of information with their peers. They don't really realize what resources are out there for them. They kind of feel like they have to do it all themselves. So I think that this is a good move, a good move on the agency's part to just kind of help those institutions know that there are other resources that you can use. You do not have to do this all yourself. And I think it will help reduce some some pressure on the institutions and make them more comfortable with sharing this information, talking to their peers, and also talking to the regulators. Who, you know, they're also there to help you as well. So, Amy, you mentioned that we might see some updates to existing guidance sometime in 2015. When do you think we might expect to see some of this? Could it be in the first quarter, the second quarter, or the end of the year? I don't want to make a guess as to when this would come out. I would think that there may be some initial guidance maybe that comes out in the first quarter of the year kind of saying maybe you know down the road within a year these might be the expectations that we have for you. These may be the expectations that you know your board needs to be up to speed on the different aspects of your information security program and cybersecurity awareness. But I don't foresee any major changes within the next year, any major requirements, especially those that might affect the examination process and those elements that goes into determining an IT exam rating. But I would say that um, I would recommend that financial institutions review this FFIEC, the cybersecurity findings, and start now, start implementing these, some of these recommendations into their current program so that when you do have an examination, the next round of examinations, they will see the progress that you're making. And that can only help the regulators you know, impressions of the bank, of the credit union, financial institution, and will help them to kind of see how these additional guidelines, when they are made formal, how they're going to play out in real life. So, Amy, in addition to looking at some of these recommendations and perhaps implementing some of these things that the FFIC has noted in this um, preliminary report, if you will, what else should banks be doing? Should they be aligning their budgets? Should they be making plans to hire more IT and cybersecurity staff? Well, I think they should be initially just kind of looking at what they have currently. Don't go out and spend a lot of money on new technology, um, any kind of consultants, hiring any additional people. Just kind of review the, the results of the cybersecurity assessments from the summer. Take an inventory of who the institution has on staff, what their capabilities are. Maybe invest in additional training for those people who are, are currently on staff and see kind of where the gaps may be as compared between the, the assessment guidance and then also the current state of staff knowledge and background. I would say start there. Don't go out and buy, spend a lot of money on anything new right now. I would recommend, too, that they think about identifying someone. It can be internal or external who would be able to come in and start talking to the board. Um, maybe doing some just general information security program training, cybersecurity awareness training, maybe coming in quarterly, just to kind of start bringing the board up to speed so that they can do that more gradually instead of having a drop-dead date where the board is going to have to be knowledgeable about 
all of this information by X date. Start now. Start thinking about who you can bring to your board meetings. Start thinking about board training and kind of get that in motion now. Also, I would say join industry groups like the FSISAC peer groups in your local area, American bankers, your state bankers organizations. Start joining those. Those are going to obviously going to be ramping up with cybersecurity awareness information. So I think those are really good places to start where you don't have to spend a lot of money up front. Amy, thanks again for your time today. This has been extremely helpful. Thank you. Again, we've just heard from Amy McHugh of Clifton Larson Allen. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.